2: Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening.
1: ES Audio.
0: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. <laughs> Flames and smoke from wildfires in Rhodes have forced thousands of locals and holidaymakers to flee their homes and accommodation as the intense European heatwave continues. It's been described as the largest evacuation from a wildfire in the country's history by the Greek Ministry of Climate Change and Civil Protection. Pictures on social media show families and children forced to sleep on hard floors after being moved from their hotels, and people have told of being forced to sleep with hundreds of others in schools, airports and sports centres. On BBC Breakfast, Foreign Office Minister Andrew Mitchell explained the official advice for Brits on holiday in Rhodes.
2: The Foreign Office advice is to stick very close to your tour company. They are the people, the tour operators, who know best what uh, you should do. It's important to recognise that there are between seven and 10,000 British holidaymakers on roads. This is peak holiday uh, season.
0: Now, airlines are evacuating Brits from the Greek island. EasyJet and Jet2 are operating rescue flights while TUI says its passengers in roads are due to return on their scheduled flights home. At the same time, though, TUI and JET2 have cancelled imminent planned holiday flights to the island from the UK, while EasyJet and Ryanair are continuing trips there. At the same time, though, TUI and JET2 have cancelled imminent planned holiday flights to the island from the UK, while EasyJet and Ryanair are continuing trips there. It means frustrated Brits both here in the UK waiting to go on holiday and those still in roads who feel stranded. Joining me now to explain the situation is our senior news correspondent, Anthony France. So Anthony, I understand you've spoken to the Hall family, who were among those evacuated from their hotel. What's happened to them?
2: So um, Laura and Mark Hall, they're celebrating their second wedding anniversary and they're currently out there with their parents, Alison and Wilf, and their brother Nick. They're not due to fly home till Friday, but they say that they have been abandoned by their tour operator. They said there's no information, there's no direct communication, they said it's chaos um, and all they want to do is get a flight back to their home in Stockport in uh, Greater Manchester. Mrs. Hall was telling us that um, the nightmare began while they were having a drink. And basically there was ash falling into their drinks and they could see a blaze in the distance and loads of smoke. And they actually ended up sleeping in a uh, basketball stadium uh, on the floor with another three to four hundred people. They talk about how tired they were and, and, and basically saying that they spent seven hours in that condition.
0: That's it. And there have been a lot of stories of people who have been moved to, as you say, sports centres, schools as well, sleeping on the hard floor. What were the sort of biggest struggles that they actually faced during that sort of period of time where they were a bit in limbo?
2: Yeah, I mean, people who were in these um, centres were saying that people didn't even ask for their names. You know, it was up to them to make communication with the um, tour operators and saying that, you know, it was their the responsibility was put on them to find flights going home. You know, obviously, you know, this is not the first time Britons have been stranded abroad, and you would think that we were now much better at that when it happens. It's a real struggle, um, but they have spoken about the kindness and the generosity of the Greek people. They said that um, most of the help that they have been getting are from locals who, I think there was even one case where there was a teacher who'd bundled uh, a family from Leighton Buzzard into their minibus, you know, to take take them to safety.
0: And for the Hall family specifically, what's their situation now? And are they actually stuck on roads still?
2: Yeah, so they're stuck on roads until their flight on Friday. As we speak, they haven't heard from the airline. I mean, the, all the airlines are putting on evacuation flights, but that hasn't been communicated to them. And the only thing that they have received from their airline is a uh, auto-generated email asking them whether they are enjoying their holiday.
0: And as you mentioned earlier, Foreign Office Minister Andrew Mitchell has called the situation a wake-up call for climate change. Do you think events like this will make people recognise climate change for what it is?
2: I think these events uh, make people think more about it and, and also just about the effects of global warming and how we will go about our daily lives, you know, with the disruption that that, that can cause, as we've seen in roads.
0: Let's take a short break now. In part two, our very own Rachel Burford explains everything holidaymakers
1: need to know from their flights to their rights. We've seen those scenes now people sleeping at the airport, people. You know, complaining um, that they can't get flights, etc. And I think that is to be expected over the next couple of days. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.
3: As a person with a very deep voice.
0: Our reporter Rachel Burford joins me now. So, Rachel, we know some airlines are running repatriation flights from roads back to the UK. Can you begin by giving us an overview of what exactly those repatriation flights are looking like, who's running them and how exactly they're working?
1: Yeah, sure. So there are quite a few now um, repatriation flights um, going from roads specifically back to the UK. Um, in the last hour or two, Jet 2 have just announced they're going to have three flights tonight, taking about 600 people back to the UK. We've already seen TUI, I think, have got some flights as well. And EasyJet have got two rescue flights tonight and a third one tomorrow. So they are bringing hundreds of people out of Rose, back to the UK now. I believe there's still about up to 10,000 Brits are estimated to be on the island at the moment. So they will get that choice to you know, come back to the UK and cut their holiday short.
0: That's it. And for those people who have had their holidays cut short, as you mentioned, or even those who have just had to be moved into temporary accommodation because of the wildfires, are they likely to... Be able to get any sort of compensation?
1: Well, it depends what kind of holiday you've booked regarding compensation. So most people should be able to, particularly if their flights have been cancelled, if they've had to be moved out of hotels, if they've had to be moved out of holiday apartments because you know fire is encroaching on them, you would hope they would get um a refund. So if you've booked a package holiday, it is much easier to get a refund. So um as guidelines that say, you know, something unavoidable. Um, or extraordinary circumstances occur that significantly impacts your holiday, which a you know, huge wildfire would count as, um, you should be able to get a refund through your travel agent. If you've booked independently, so if you've booked flights separately, if you've booked your hotel separately, it's slightly harder. Because if your flight has been cancelled, your airline does have to refund you. But with things like you know, hotels, if your hotel is still open but you just don't want to go now, it may be harder for you to get a refund. So people are going to have to be going through through their hotel operators, through the hotels themselves and through their airlines to try and get those refunds in those cases.
0: And there seems to be a lot of frustration among people still in roads when it comes to communication from their airline or their travel firm. Have you seen much of that yourself?
1: Well, we've seen quite a few travel operators now cancelling flights. So Jet 2 has cancelled outgoing flights until July 31st. Thomas Cook has done the same. he has got it under review. So it may be that you can't go. Places like 2 have cancelled flights till Tuesday, but anyone wanting to go after Tuesday and Wednesday will be given the option, um, will be contacted and said, do you want to still go? Do you want to rebook? So that should happen. I mean, what people are being advised to do is to contact their travel agents, contact their airlines and see what their options are at the moment. It's worth probably pointing out that this is mainly affecting roads now. Um, the mayor, deputy mayor of Corfu said this morning that the fires there are pretty much under control now. And while there were a few dozen people evacuated, they're now being told that they can come back. So it's affecting some islands more than others.
0: And for people making the reverse trip who are here in the UK planning their holiday to Rhodes or to elsewhere in Greece, what's the best sort of course of action for them?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, about 19,000 people have been evacuated now. And the Greek government is saying that's the largest ever wildfire evacuation. So obviously there's going to be a lot of people who are confused, who don't exactly know what they're doing. um, And airlines are trying to get in touch with them. And there will obviously be people that have slipped through the cracks there and haven't been contacted properly. This was a sort of, in some cases, quite an emergency evacuation. So, you know, you've, you've seen those scenes now of people sleeping at the airport, people you know complaining um, that they can't get flights, etc. And I think that is to be expected over the next couple of days. And I think, you know, people just being really encouraged to contact their airline, contact their travel agents to try and find out what's going on. I know it's not um, the best situation, it's not the sort of situation you want for a ho- you know summer holiday, but in this situation, I think there's not much people can do.
0: There's more news, interviews and analysis in the Evening Standard newspaper and, of course, at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock.